right, what is going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of Farscast. Farzine Vesugian here with you. It is June. I believe it's our second podcast in June. Yeah, it is our second podcast in June. Yeah, we are about halfway through the year. Crazy, but here we are. Joining me for this episode, Eddie Law from CagesidePress.com. Eddie, what's going on, man? Doing, man. Doing my thing. You know, it's... uh... You know, the MMA world never slows down, so it's uh, always busy, always busy. Uh, shout out Jay Anderson uh, out in Vancouver right now for UC 289. Yes. So really, right before this, I was doing a, a media day write-ups, and right after this, I'm going to go back to doing media day write-ups. So it's going to be, uh, it's always a busy one, man. How you doing? Good, man. Good. Yeah, we'll definitely talk some UFC 289. I'm very excited yeah. for this because a couple of my favorite fighters are fighting this weekend. Um, in fact, I saw you were... Um, Putting out some content, uh, some media um, interviews that were going on. So I definitely need to catch up on that. But uh, the last time I talked to you, I mean, we've texted back and forth here and there, but all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I mean, you were here in Kansas City a couple of months ago. Uh, it's yeah. funny. You, uh, yeah. I remember, uh, I think like your second day here, you were doing media. And I guess the UFC media uh, provided the uh, reporters with uh, Q39 barbecue. And yeah. you texted me, you go, you bastards do barbecue better than we do. I hate you so much, dude, for that <laughs> shit. Because I tweeted, I tweeted at Q39 because they were tweeting on there. I'm like, please open in Arizona. And one of you, one of some Kansas City fucking person, which is like, like, oh, get your own. And I'm like, eat a dick. I need, I need Q39 <laughs> in Phoenix. Are you adding me? Look, we have decent barbecue. We even have good barbecue. Some spots, right? Great. But that was ridiculous. Q39 and like, was it Joe's Barbecue Shack? Was just like what the hell like i went there with like some of the media guys to both spots and we were eating and not a peep no one said a word we're too busy eating it was so good god but shout out to kansas city man y'all made that 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 week pretty dope man i was cool and uh funny enough it's the second time i get recognized in line like i was uh walking in front of a t-mobile center i think it's called t-mobile center yeah um and i was walking to the media entrance and someone goes What's up, keyboard warriors? And I'm like, what? He goes, Eddie, what's up? Oh, like, oh that's hey. awesome. I thought I, I thought I knew them. No, it's just some random person that like watched this before. And I was like, hey man, what's up? He's like, oh, what's good, dude? I'm like, yeah, what's going on? That was like the second time I ever get recognized. So that was yeah. pretty cool. That's that's kind of starting to happen to me a little bit, which I mean it's cool. Uh, don't get me wrong. Um <laughs> Just just gets a little weird after a while. It's funny because um like I've been recognizing like Walmart and um on a plane at an at the airport. Um yeah. uh it, it's funny though, people will walk up to me and be like, oh, are you Farzan? So I just kind of mess with them. I'm like, no, I'm not. Uh and then I just <laughs> I'm like, hey, that's me. Um yeah. that's funny. I was on a date once uh, a few months yeah. ago, and we were just leaving the bar uh at westport uh, i don't know if you yeah, did, yeah. did you ever get a chance to go to westport no nah, you know uh, that week was busy as hell I yeah have to do, i understand uh, thursday we ended up doing like a thing yeah. yeah um i'm just walking back and there are a couple of girls they're just like walking past us they're like oh i think i follow you on facebook i'm like oh i don't have a facebook they're like are you sure you look familiar i'm like nope not me nah, <laughs> and then i turn dude, around i'm like yeah, 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 yeah that's me that's me <laughs> i was gonna say yeah you're in a day you gotta live that up yeah, pump that up. Do why not? No, um, I was gonna say, shoot the uh, that spot we went to across the street from T-Mobile Center where they had the beer thing. Um, you know I mean, like you just go up and order a beer. It's like one size for everybody. Oh the yeah, you're talking really about the cool. Power and Light District. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Some of the guys went after uh, after after the event. They went over there, and apparently, people were getting kicked out of the restaurants and stuff. So, like, I guess no. they got packed, and people, you know, people were like, they were like, "Nah, you, we can't bring any more people in." But either way, that was a, that was a dope spot. Like, uh, I forgot what barbecue place we went into there, but that was pretty good too. Yeah, you know, I, I know I told you this, but like in 07, that area was—I don't even know what that was before they started. Um construction in 05 but see yeah. our, our, the arena we used to use before it's kemp arena now it's high v arena high v is a local grocery store mm-hmm. and it's just used like as a rec center now um it i mean they had the 1988 national championship game for basketball there mm-hmm. uh which ku won uh which was kind of a cool moment but yeah <clears throat> excuse me it, it, it's like man it's just in such a random spot now it's in the middle of downtown we have this little area across the street where you have all these bars, clubs, restaurants, like, I mean, so many people go before and after events there just to chill and hang out. So yeah, I love that area. I really do. Um, I, I mean, we've been talking about a pro hockey or an NBA team. Uh, it's just not happening, man. It, it's taking a while. You, you, we've talked about this before. You're a Coyotes guy. Patrick Mahomes made some national uh, news trying yeah. to, Trying to bring them to Kansas City. Listen, whatever the guy says does kind of happen sometimes. He brought Whataburger to Kansas City, and that was a huge deal. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What's like the interest of, of the Coyotes in Arizona where you are? There's plenty of interest. There's, honestly, there's a lot of hockey fans here, but the franchise is kind of like pissed off the fans, dude. I mean, there's, there's no way other way to put it. They pissed the hell off the fans with the moving far away and then they're coming back with, you know, they, they try to come back to Tempe. And they, so the whole thing they did just recently, they were trying to open up this huge like mega center, entertainment center in uh, downtown Tempe, right? Where if anyone recognizes, recognizes the name Tempe, it's where Arizona State University is. They wanted yeah. to build this huge thing, right? Huge, huge. And it's going to be really nice, nice little, nice arena and all that. It's going to be dope. Um, and the voters of the city voted it down because it was going to be like added taxes and, and which in Arizona being, I know it's technically like a purple state. We have a Democrat uh, uh, governor now, and I think mayor of Phoenix and all that. And I think Tepe too, but overall it's been mostly like a conservative state. So anytime you say, Hey, we're going to, it's just going to be like a three cent tax or some bullshit. We meet everyone here, myself included is like, nah, hell no, we're not doing that. Um, so that, that happened and everything. So, the second, literally, that vote went down, and like an hour later, the Coyotes put out a statement saying we're really disappointed in this and all that. We're gonna look at other options, but you know, one of the options obviously is leaving, right? So on the team and leaving, yeah. But they've been threatening that forever. I'm at the point where I'm like, are you staying? Are you going? Do I care anymore? Just leave. That's this is where I'm at right now. Me, I would hate to see the Arizona lose the, the, the a hockey team, um, but I'm sick of the threats, dude. It's just stupid. Like, all right, just just leave, dude. Go, just go. Yeah, I mean, you it's know, not like you're taking away the Sonics from Seattle. It's just, just fucking go. Here's what's interesting. I think Kansas City fans can relate with the Royals because mm-hmm. the Royals, I mean, yeah, sure, they had that really, really hot run in 2014 and 2015. Yeah. But before that, man, it, 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 it did get to a point where people, even during the 2014 season, like in the month of August, people were not attending games. Ned Yost, yeah. the manager at the time, was even calling out fans like, hey, we just want a really big game against a division rival like why why are people not showing up and i know a lot of people have their opinions about this guy but kevin keatsman um mm-hmm. i think around like 09 2010 2011 he actually posed the question uh he goes would anyone be sad if the royals left and to me it's like i, I thought about it at the time i'm like i don't even know if anyone would care 
because between 1985 and 2014, mm-hmm. they only had one winning season. Or I, I right. think in 2013 they had a winning season, but not enough to get people to care. Um, it's like, you know, this is a team that doesn't have a whole lot of activity. So right. what if they left? I don't know. I, I'm I'm just speculating. Like I think that that's kind of what's going on with um with Arizona in a way. I'm telling you right now, the Coyotes left tomorrow. No, not nobody, but most people wouldn't notice, and then even more people wouldn't care. Like that's how sick we are of the of the BS with them. They're and that's and again. So what people don't fail to understand at times are just you know fans for everybody, every team. I'm sure the Chiefs fans have done it. I'm sure everyone's done it. Cardinals fans are doing it right now. Everyone's like, we'll just spend the money on this guy and that guy so we can get some something going. Like we want to win. The fans want to win, but a franchise can operate a team losing and make more money. Than they would paying, you know, Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and, and DeAndre Ayton millions of dollars. They can, they can, for example, uh, when Steve Nash came here, I forgot what you were, 04 or 05, whenever it was, when he came here um, and the team took off like it did, like Sean Marion was on a team friendly deal. Um, yeah. We didn't pay Steve Nash that much. And uh, Stoudemire was still on his rookie deal. Okay. And we were winning 60 games. And the owner was just like, and the new owner, Robert Sarver, uh thank god he's gone um he was just like oh sweet wall street guy wall street guys are down with eat for the most part fast money right just like oh this is great i'm not paying that much on salaries and i'm making all this money people coming to games this is awesome we had we were like breaking records and sold out games and all sort of stuff then it came time to pay the guys and he goes wait a second right so fast forward or switch switch teams i guess over to the cardinals um before kyler right um, even during the the Carson Palmer years, they want the Cardinals played like they were paying guys. Like, oh, we're, we're spending money, we're getting this and that. Why was Carson Palmer getting murdered at the line every time? We didn't spend money on the line. Why yeah. are we not spending money on the line? Because the team was making really good money. Michael Bidwell, who I think is a trash owner, um, would get making really good money and not having to spend the win. That's, I mean, because like you know, especially in Arizona, when no one's from here, for example, right? So at Cardinals games, I go like. The Chiefs game, it was a sea of red, but it was Chiefs red. Like, even when they were doing and I know it's funny because it pisses the people off. It made me laugh. I, I actually burst out laughing out loud. When they did a national anthem, and at the very end, they go, and the home of the, and all your fans go, Chiefs, in the entire <laughs> arena. Like, there is a stadium. Dude, I look around. I laughed. But I looked around. Other Cardinals fans were like, what the fuck is wrong with these guys? And I actually saw some people, like, cussing each other out. Like, hey, be respectful and sort of shit. And... I, you know, I don't know, whatever. Like they just, it's their thing. I didn't know you guys did that, but I'm, I'm all right, cool. It's their thing. Great. Um, but see, see the, the golden like, Knights okay. do that whenever it gets to the part where they say, okay, here's how patriotic I am. I can't even remember the national anthem, but um, there is a point uh, in time where they say the word uh, through the night, but the uh, national anthem singer at home, he doesn't say the word night and all the fans in unison just shout it. And Dallas stars fans, they would actually say stars as a way to like counter that, but yeah, mm-hmm. it is a thing with uh, good old Chiefs Kingdom. It, it's 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 a it's, it, and it's not weird to me. I think it's funny, but a lot of people were a lot like butthurt. I'm like, relax, they're about to whoop our ass. Like, we can't say shit. Like, <laughs> we beat, hey, had we won that game, I'd have been talking on my trash. Like, Home of the Chiefs, huh, bitch? Huh? Home of the Chiefs? Eat this motherfucker. Like, I'd have talked all kinds of shit, but I knew going to that game that we were gonna get whooped. But I'm a Cardinals fan, so I'm never going to be like before the game being like, hell yeah, we're going to fucking lose today. Like, no. But uh, I was hoping we were going to put a nice little hit on, on Mahomes. We missed and hit your kicker instead. It wasn't even our fucking players that did it. It was the turf oh, guys. No, the turf. <laughs> I, I was laughing so hard because 
Like we were leaving the game. My wife's like, oh, I hate losing to the Chiefs and all that. I'm like, everyone hates losing to the Chiefs. And I'm like, I'm like, but we got one on. And she goes, what? And I'm like, they're kickers out for at least a few weeks with so that fucked up foot. And I guess that you guys picked up like two different kickers. They made me laugh. And I'm like, yeah, oh God, yeah, that was yeah. horrible. It's like, it's like getting your ass within a fight and then hitting the guy so hard you end up on top. And then the teacher pulls you off. If you end, if you finish the fight on top, it's you pretty much won, right? So that's yeah. how I took it. I'm like, eh, yeah, okay. They won the game. We won the fight. Their kicker's not walking well today. <laughs> it was no. so dumb, but it was funny. So wow. um, but it was it was funny because like we were leaving that game and and uh there was fans around us and and you know, season ticket holders like like um around the areas we sit, you know, it's usually a similar you know, like same people, right? Because they buy season tickets too. Uh even though I'm on the away side, there's still like a few, you know, groups there. And we're walking out, and they're like, "Man, they're not that good, man. They're not gonna make. They're not. Gonna, they're not gonna win the Super Bowl this year." And I go, "Excuse me, did you not watch what we just saw right now? Like Mahomes and Kelsey ripped us a new one without even trying. You think they're not gonna do it to everybody else? Like, no, man, no, man. Like, I told them. Hey, I said this. I had. I wish. I hope, man, they're not on my Facebook, but I wish they were watching this because they know that I said if the Chiefs don't make the Super Bowl, at least make the Super Bowl, they should fire everybody because that team is a Lamborghini." And even Chiefs fans are like, no, no. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You guys are not doubted. Relax. Okay. Yeah, that's it, that's still Patrick Mahomes. People people here were so upset last year because, you know, the whole Tyree Hill trade and, oh, my God, the offense is over. Patrick's going to get exposed. And it wasn't just, like, no. fans. Even, like, players and analysts. Like, they were – everyone. Tyree Hill that, was like, saying it. Was he? Okay, I don't think he was saying that. No, but no, but he wasn't saying that. But he was kind of like, yeah, "I'm gone now. What are you guys gonna do? We're gonna we're, we're putting the Chiefs out in, in Arrowhead. Yeah, we're gonna win. We're gonna win." I'm sitting there going, "Like, bro, you don't have Patrick thrown to you anymore. Relax. Two is nice. Yeah. Being that nice." No. Th- oh, he did say that, but that was this off season. I'm talking last off season because, mm. like, this oh. off season, dude, nobody's doubting the Chiefs. Everyone's like, no. "Yeah, okay, we, we saw and, what you did without Tyreek Hill." Yeah. Anyone that doubted him last season was just like. I, and people were worried, like online and everything. I'm like, you guys are idiots. Like, if you don't really like people that don't actually watch and understand football, were the ones doubting it, right? Yeah. Or delusional. They or they don't. They don't just want to admit it. I knew good and goddamn well that it, you know, once you guys hit the playoffs, it was going to be a scary, scary team to play. In the playoffs is when you, when when the when when uh like not, not just the Chiefs, any team, right? But like mistakes get amplified. Yeah. So then. You know, some of the mistakes y'all made, y'all, y'all Patrick kind of pulled you guys out of it and that worked out. But um, but that's why I like the joke where it was like, if you guys got scored on on a big play, I'm like, man, they needed the GOAT. They needed Dan Sorensen back there, man. He just stopped that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan Sorensen, the legend. I love That's my favorite Chiefs player of all time is Dan Sorensen. Yeah. It's the funniest, like, footnote in the Chiefs history is how bad he was, but he was still there. <laughs> He was starting too for a while. I, th- I think it was like so weird because like, okay, he's bad. Like we get it, but it's like then he's just like missing the most easy tackles. Like it, it was just like too funny at some point. Actually, it's funny. I made a video on mm. YouTube. I used the song uh, "Bad Day" by Daniel Powder, and it's just him <laughs> yeah. missing tackles and mm. interfering and allowing big catches at the same time. Like all those things. And uh, one Chiefs fan was like, you're not a fan. And then a week later, he got a pick six against Denver. Yeah. And someone yeah. goes, oh, well, for someone who gets a lot of pick sixes, it's like, calm down, buddy. He just got, he got one, one pick six. Was it JB? Was it was it, was it it Coach Brown? Uh, it probably was his burner account. Dude, he loves Torrenson. Loves him. Jesus, this one. Oh, boy. Don't get anyway. me started on that, Eddie. Come on. You know, you know me. <laughs> 
Listen, listen, this watching your back and forth watching your back and forth with him is still one of the most like entertaining things i've ever seen online <laughs> oh I, I, I it wasn't just me eventually it just grew oh, everybody um, yeah no it's weird because he played this whole card of oh you're not a player you never coached mm-hmm. and then when other people were criticizing Sorensen, such as shannon sharp and peyton manning hall of famers right. he's like yeah they don't know football they never coached it's like Listen, you're not exactly Bill Belichick or Andy <laughs> Reid here. Like, I'm sure that, the guy's a great junior college coach, no question about it. But come on, like, you're going to really sit here and tell me Hall of Famers don't know football because they never coached the game? I mean, everyone was recognizing yeah. Dan Sorensen. So and he, he's still going on about Mahomes. Like, he, I, I saw this uh, clip online. Um, he's ranking his top 10 quarterbacks in the AFC. He goes, this pains me to say, but Mahomes is number one. And he's going <laughs> all on and on about how Mahomes shouldn't be number one. It's like, okay, obviously this guy is not number one, but you're ranking him number one. I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know what this guy has again. Like something happened. Like either Patrick's mom like turned him down or something. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. That's a hard turnout right there. No. But, but anyway, um, my, my point is, like, he plays the whole card of, oh, you never played or yeah. you never coached. And I've been getting some tweets lately, too, from, like, fans with burner accounts, too, who are saying the same thing. Maybe it's JB. I don't know. It's like, wait a minute. You know what it is? Yeah. It, it's like, Go we're going to tell each other, sports fans, that we've never mm. played the sport and therefore we can't commentate. I'm being told this by someone <laughs> who's also never played the sport professionally. Like, see the hypocrisy there? I don't know. What were you going to say? I I was going to say, like, when he goes, uh, oh, they never coach football and everything. I'm like, oh, that's cool. What team are you coaching? And it's silence. Oh, nobody. All right, shut the fuck up. Like, it's not even even a kill's credibility. His his follow-up is, show me your resume. That's his follow-up. Uh, bro, Did you smoke your cigars, drink your whiskey, your shitty whiskey, and hang out with your dogs, man? Just chill the fuck out. Did you hear his uh, interview he did on a local radio station? No. It actually started like really. I put on YouTube. Come out in, in Kansas City. Yeah, in Kansas City. It was after oh, the Super Bowl. Fuck. They were they were basically like telling him, "Ha ha, you were wrong about Mahomes." Um, okay. It basically turned into them talking shit like it was logical at the start <laughs> and then it just grew and it just got out of control they're like and then they played an audio clip of him he says he never called patrick mahomes a gimmick quarterback then they play an audio clip of him saying that on his podcast he's like did you hear that i said gimmick and then they hung up on him i'm like why you are like i mean i'm not in his face literally but the best way the closest way in your face you could do on radio like throwing his own facts at his at him and yeah. hang up on him. I, I thought that was stupid. That that is one of those fails, right? That's a fail by the whoever hung up hung up the phone. I don't know what the point of that was. No, because we we heard about that about that uh, that he went on Kansas City Radio. Or not we, but the internet heard that he went yeah, on Kansas City yeah. Radio. And I didn't hear the interview, but I remember saying like, why would you accept that invitation if you're Jason Brown? Like you know you're about to get trolled, right? Like you know you're about to get trolled. Like he must have gone there like, oh, I can win him back on my side. Nope. It was um, it was like a 15-minute interview, but it was a six-minute set. Really was like the highlight right there. I'll, I'll uh, share it to you later. Uh, um, poor Jason Brown, honestly. I, I got to ask you, this whole DeAndre Hopkins thing, um, <laughs> I, I mean, everyone thought he was going to get traded to Kansas City or Buffalo. Um, 
And it just like dragged on and on and on. And then after the draft, I think he came out with a video saying, yeah, who said I'm leaving? I'm, I want to stay here. And then he gets released. I don't even think he got released. Um, was it post June 1st or before June 1st? I can't remember the date. I want to say it's post. No, no, no. It was before. It was before. It was before. It was pre-June. Yeah, I was even surprised. Or, or, okay, maybe. Like two weeks maybe ago. Actually, no, I have to correct myself. They officially released them after June 1st. So I think they did wait for the post June 1st. Um, mm-hmm. But the word basically got out before then. Uh, were you surprised yeah. by that? Because the biggest takeaway from me was they just went ahead and took that cap hit. I was pissed the fuck off because uh, like I love DeAndre Hopkins, right? But I, me and anyone, any Cardinal fan that actually watches the games and gives a shit knew that with Kyler being out for probably half the season, maybe more, uh, that he was not going to, we were not going to win shit with Colt McCoy. I love Colt. Colt's a great game manager, yeah. but you're not going to, he's not going to be the guy that throws, you know, a 60, 70 yarder down the, down the, the, the field, you know, to beat the bills in the last second, you know, to DeAndre Hopkins giant freaking hands. Right. Um, so I have been on the, let's trade D hop in the off season training since last season, since the last season ended. So I was like, all right, cool. Let's trade him. We'll get something in the draft. This would be nice. Like, cool. We're rebuilding. It's quite obvious. No Kyler for at least half a season, if he even comes back this season. And we can figure it out. And then come draft night, even before, like, literally a couple days a couple before draft night, everything's coming out going, like, there's a couple offers on the table. You know, everyone's talking about there's, like, a third-round pick and this and that. And I'm like, at this point, I take it because he's not going to help us next season because we can't get him the ball anyway, like, in, you know, in, 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 in winning spots what I call it. Well, I think so, the problem. I think the problem was yeah. nobody wanted to take on that contract because even Ward got out that right. the Bills right. were not. Are, they might not get him because they can't meet his contractual demands. And if that's right. the case, the Chiefs are also out. Yeah, no, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, uh, um, so he's gonna pay real nice here too. So anyway, they, uh, you know, I was like sitting there going, like, whatever during draft night. I'm like, just take whatever package you can get from anybody at this point. Who gives a shit? We don't. I don't. I. Again, I like D-Hop, but I could not care less if he wins a ring or not. That's not my problem. I want the Cardinals to win, right? And I want the Cardinals to get, like, some draft capital, something, something to help us. And so I was like, trade him. When he didn't get traded at all on th- all, was it three nights of the draft, on three nights of the draft, Yeah, I was just like, okay, so maybe we're keeping it. We're going to trade him. During this. I don't know what we're doing. When he got released, boy, I was mad because we got nothing for him. Not only that, we are paying him to not play for us. How? I mean, basically, how insane is that? Right. And the last how many ever years have been, you know, it's Kime's fault. You know, Steve Kime, former Cardinal GM. Yeah. It's Kime's fault. It's Kime's fault. It's Kime's fault. This dumbass shit happens. And I, and I, I keep I've been saying I said what, what I've been saying for years. It's Bidwill. That's why I say Michael Bidwill is one of the worst owners in the NFL. OK, because, you know, he's been you know, he makes calls and does this and that. And he uses the GM as his bulletproof vest. Bulletproof vest. Well, now we got this guy Monty, and you do the same stupid Steve Kime style shit, which tells me you were the problem probably most of the time. So we released D Hop, and all Cardinals fans are sitting here going like, "Oh, we're tanking." So I fully expect the Cardinals to tank next season and probably the season after. Okay, I I do not expect this to win. And people are like, "Oh, we'll win like three games," and I'm like, "Where? Against who?" Bro, we can't stop nobody. We let our starting corner go. He's in with the Vikings now. Ironically, where, where Patrick Peterson went to, he left him with the Steelers. But we just lost our starting corner, who was actually like on his way to being pretty damn good. Um, we let go of a bunch of guys that we could have used next year, which is just sending the message we're tanking. 
So we're taking. Yeah. Right. But the twenty million dollar cap hit, the twenty two million dollar cap, whatever it is, like that was the that was like the blatant like we're definitely tanking sign that the, he gave the fans. So what I was annoyed with is I re up my season tickets the week before it happened. They called me like, hey, it's time to re up and all this stuff. You guys want to? I'm like, yeah, all right, we'll do it. Um, and I re upped, and then that came out, and I was so mad. I'm like, you motherfuckers waited, like, ah, oh, assholes. Like I would have been like, y'all just cut D Hop. Why would I want to come watch? Y'all better cut yeah. the, the price on my shit because I negotiate with these guys. I don't give a shit. Like, you know, uh, um, and so yeah, it was it was depressing. Not gonna lie to you, and I'll explain why in a second. Like as far as what what I'm about to say, I'm not gonna lie to you. I am so happy he's not going to Kansas or the, or, or Buffalo because not because look and people okay so first of all I'm I'm laughing because you said Kansas yeah exactly because it pisses you guys off not you but you know Kansas City fans get mad at <laughs> all the UFC can, fighters Max Holloway in the main event he's out. like hey Kansas Kansas Kansas, Kansas. I'm like it no. was so dude it was so funny I was sitting in a media row and he said he was talking about hey Kansas and you heard like a splatter of booze <laughs> because they were so mad he said Kansas and I'm like Kansas, what's up? Like I was saying, I was just egging it on. Anyway, but no, I did that on purpose. I, I, I know, I know, y'all, you know, most Kansas City people don't like that, and they get pissed. But anyway, uh, yeah. uh, but I'm glad. I, 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 I like the city. It was fun to be there. I have zero hate towards the team itself. I'm tra- I, honestly, I, and this is going to be weird to say, I don't really care about Patrick Mahomes. But man, I love watching Travis Kelsey run motherfuckers over. That shit's so yeah. much fun for me. <laughs> I love watching him play. I like watching Chris Jones get mad as hell and you know try to take someone's head off. That's fun for me. I I honestly don't care about Patrick, but I, I recognize him as being a really like one of the. He's gonna end up being one of the greatest to play as long as he stays healthy. Um, yeah. even then, his resume is freaking great. But uh, but outside of that, I could give a shit, right? Yeah. Um, but man, your fans. Oh my god. Oh my god. Most of your fans are awful. Like, why because they're terrible they just they get mad about fucking everything i can't i everything gets mad i'm like is there nothing else going on in kansas city go eat some barbecue bitches like what the hell like why you get mad about everything dude like anybody says anything about josh allen maybe being a little better than 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 or you know better in certain parts than patrick mahomes and they get pissed i'm just like god damn so Here's- at this point i'm like i'm like let's just troll the shit out of kansas city fans and so i tweeted out i'm like Man, I hope D-Hop goes to the Bills just to piss him off. <laughs> Here's my thing. It's like, I remember I, I was watching a, a Ravens game, and I can't remember who they were playing. And Lamar yeah. Jackson, obviously, he makes plays with his feet more than he does passing the yeah. ball. He just made a really cool nifty move to get a first down. Mm-hmm. And the announcers were like, whoa, hey, that was pretty cool right there. And I'm seeing a Chiefs fan on Twitter just lose his mind. He's like, oh, Patrick's better, though. It's like, dude, calm down. It's Ravens versus whoever the hell. Like, like, if every broadcaster looked at a highlight and said, oh, Patrick can do better, it it would actually get (laughs) annoying, even for Chiefs fans. Like, just chill out. Like, everyone recognizes that Patrick's great. Even those, and if there's anyone that isn't, they're just hiding it. I mean, you you can't believe that kind of bullshit, but no, it's so weird because our fan base the past few years, we have been vocal. But I, I want to say something about this because yeah, yeah. people act like, oh, Chiefs fans never existed. No, they've existed. They just haven't been as vocal and as opinionated Bro. until yeah. Mahomes, which I don't know why. Here's another thing I will say, too. There have been a there's been 
a huge growth in Chiefs podcasts and uh, uh, blogs. Oh, since yeah. well. Listen, I, and look, I don't know if this podcast is good or terrible. I have no idea what the quality of this podcast is. There's a podcast called the No Look Podcast. Obviously, that came out at the earliest in December of 2018. Oh, yeah. Because um, that's when that first happened. So, yeah. you know, it's so easy to start blogging and start podcasting about a team when they're I've been I saw I, I started podcasting about the team in 2007, you know, yeah. back when um, they were four and I mean, it didn't happen yet, but they were four and 12 and finished the season on a nine game losing streak. I still kept doing the podcast after that. So, you know, and I think it's cool that we have all these podcasts and blogs, but you, there's going to come a point in time where the Chiefs are going to revert back to pre Mahomes, pre Andy Reid, I should say, are those podcasters still going to be around then? I, I, I hope so. I'll, I'll tell you this right now, that three and four start when Mahomes was playing like shit. There were a lot of podcasters who were very unenthusiastic about wanting to do the, to do their podcast. <laughs> right. So, I'll tell you that. No, nah, dude. Uh, by, by the way, shout out to, I, I forgot to get his last name, but Bill, the, 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 uh, the chiefs fan who uh, I ran into on super bowl week. Me and the wife went out to dinner um, for uh, for date night, and yeah. uh, and I go in there and and uh, so my wife hates Eagles fans so much because we went to the obviously we went to all the games here and the Eagles came and you know beat us, but the Eagles fans are so annoying to her because he was like, oh, why do they have to keep spelling their stupid name? Like we know how to spell. This is dumb as hell because they do the E A G L E S thing, oh, and yeah. um, so we had run into Eagles fans earlier that week uh, uh, going out to dinner. Um, I think you know, my whole family I took my, all my kids out and my, and my wife and everything out to dinner or whatever local spot and a bunch of Eagles fans showed up and they were just assholes like ugh. So later that week, date night comes around. We go out to dinner, and a nice spot and everything. And this you know older fella and I got his name was Bill because I ended up talking for like twenty minutes. Um, him and his like whole it was like two of his boys. I'm assuming you know all the wives. And it was like three women, so all the wives were there and they were like, yeah, it's gonna be a great game and all sorts of stuff. And and what caught my ear was when he said, you know, that Jalen Hurts kid's really good. He goes, you know, you, you give him a receiver here and there, you give him a line, you know, like this or that. Like he could be really good. And they were giving the Eagles props. Eagles fans at the, the earlier that week were shitting on the Chiefs on some stupid stuff. They were just like, oh Patrick can't do this, Patrick can't do that. And Travis Kelsey's is overrated and they get all the calls and all that stuff. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going like Man, you guys are just, I mean, I, I know it's Philly, Philly, Philly's Philly, but I was like, I got to shout out to Bill for that. But outside of that, almost not every single one, but a lot of Chiefs fans that I run into mostly online are awful. Oh my God. Y'all, it's just, it's just like Eagles. a permanent, it's like a permanent stick up the ass for Eagles Chiefs fans. fans. I, 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 I almost want to remind you guys sometimes when I'm like, you know, you guys won, right? Like you guys have two Super Bowls right now, like recent ones. Like, right. Dude, well, you don't I, have two, I will right? say this. Here's what irritated me. Um, as the season, I don't, I don't know what it is with the chiefs. They, when you look at their record, uh, when it comes to, um, trying to cover the spread, it's not very good. No. And there are a lot of fans who complain after losses. I'm like, (laughs) come on. I I get, I listen, I make these jokes online. I'm like, okay, well we got a bye week this week and we were playing the Texans and we won in overtime, Uh, the Texans. And I got people who are like, Farzine, do not ever call, uh, do not ever, um, uh, 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 called teams a bye week ever again. I don't want you to to be a a biased Jinx. fan anymore. I'm like, dude, we fucking won on the road. Who cares? Um, and guess yeah. what? We ended up winning the Super Bowl. Like, 
I don't know. Exactly. Don't Dude, know. we're in Super Bowl and I, anyway, Super Bowl week, and I know, I, you know, I, I sent you, you know, stuff from uh, the fan experience, and we're we're in there. There's fans of all kinds of teams. It's just it's it's, it's a spectacle. It's a lot of fun in there. Um, but uh, uh, there was uh, there was like Chiefs and Eagles fans arguing in line, like loudly arguing this no, and that, and this and that. And I'm sitting there, and I'm in line with my brother-in-law, and we brought the kids because you know the wives went out to, to brunch or whatever. And uh, and uh, I'm saying I look at my brother-in-law, I'm like, do they know the Chiefs? The Chiefs are gonna win this shit. Like they know the Chiefs are gonna win this shit, right? And he's like, he's like, well, I don't think they do. And then he was like, why would you say that? And I'm like, uh, Patrick to Kelsey, Patrick to Kelsey, Patrick to Kelsey. That's all you need. Yeah, damn, you know, Tyreek Ty- 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 Hill be damned. No one cares. Uh, you know, See, you, you I don't agree. Up. I mean, I think Patrick can like Kelsey is yeah that guy, but he Dude, can also do been, more than just Kelsey. hundred percent. But but here's why. And again, I'm a Travis Kelsey fan, so you need to understand that first. And again, I troll you motherfuckers that get mad as hell. I mean, when when you when Farzin when you post this, I was like, oh, it's the, the greatest tight end ever. And I'm like, I just put up a picture of Gronk, and everyone gets mad as hell. I like Travis Kelsey more than I like Gronk. Gronk. Two things about Gronk. One. Uh, he has more Super Bowls, so I just throw that in there because I think it's funny to me. I think it's funny to like shit on, you know, to, to throw that there on Kelsey. But two, he went to my university. He went to school with it. In fact, we were at the school at the same time, so I oh, gotta throw it shit. in there. But end of the day, I enjoy Travis Kelsey. You know what? I don't miss ever. I never miss an episode of the New Heights podcast ever. And oh, nice. it's because I like J- honestly, it's because I like Jason Kelsey. I like yeah, Jason Kelsey is a very likable guy. I'm a bigger fan of Jason Kelsey than I am Travis, but as far as like being a fan of a Chiefs player, I love Travis Kelsey. Dude's fucking hilarious, and he's really good. Like you could just get the ball in his hands, get the hell out the way, and if you don't get the hell out the way, he will get you the hell out the way. That's why I like Travis. Let me ask you this: Do you think the Chiefs are going to repeat? No, really, it's so hard to repeat. So hard to repeat. Um, and dude, all the a uh, bunch of these other teams are getting loaded and everything, and there's a lot of luck that goes into it, and health and all that. So yeah, you think yeah. about. How many games the Chiefs played? How physical? Yeah, I want some physical games. I saw Patrick get hit hard last year. Um, you know, and they're getting older and everything. And Travis is getting a little older and all that. So um, I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll repeat. I think. I think you guys will make a nice, real, real nice run in the playoffs. I can't tell you who I think is going to win, right? But uh, I'll tell you what. I, nobody wants to see you guys in the playoffs. I'll tell you that much, right? Definitely, I would not want to play the Chiefs in the play in the playoffs ever. Not until the Super Bowl. But uh, I don't think they'll repeat, man. I just. There's a lot of factors that go into it. It's so hard to repeat. Now, if you pull it off, I'll be the first one clapping. I'll be like, hell yeah. Hey, look, props to them. Hell yeah. They got they pulled it off. But when's the last time someone repeated? Uh New England. I want to say. There you the, go. the the Seahawks were one yard away. How stupid was that? Yeah. Oh my God. Dude, when that happened. Okay, let me let I me get, let... I, I hate the Seahawks, but when well, that happened, my jaw dropped for like an hour. Here's my thing. I, I... look. You got the greatest short yardage running back in NFL history, but I don't hate the idea. I, I hated the formation, the way they lined up. I was like, what the <laughs> yeah. hell are you doing? But if you want to throw off your opponent, because if you're the Patriots defense, what are you thinking in that moment? You are trying to stop the run. Everyone's on the line of scrimmage. Yeah. But, you know, go for a play action, throw off everyone and find someone like a backup tight end wide open to, to yeah. the corner or something. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm completely in favor of a surprise pass. Not that yeah. one. Not that one. It, it, no, definitely not that one. But what, what I thought was, oh, Christ, the Nuggets are kicking the shit out of Miami Heat. Um, sorry, I just pulled up ESPN for a second. No. Um, 
it's, it's bad. Um, but uh, no, when when that play got called, uh, if you watch the uh, uh, the uh, the the defense, New England's defense, right, the shift, they brought guys out and brought them in. They brought in an extra corner. So I'm, when they brought in the extra corner, who ended up being Malcolm, who uh, who ended up getting the, the, the game winning interception. Yeah. Um, when they switched the brought the corner in, I'm like, they're expecting pass. Because why else would you do that? Because the corner's not stopping Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. No, not a corner on this planet can tackle Marshawn Lynch with a head full of steam going right to the end zone for the Super Bowl, right? So I was like, oh, they see something. They're expecting a pass. I didn't think it was gonna happen. And then when Russell threw it, I was like, oh, when they snapped it and Marshawn goes to the side. I was like, oh, they're going to throw it to Marshawn. He was wide open, I think, if I remember correctly. And when he threw it right down the middle, I'm like, no, because Marshawn was going to be the MVP of that game. I really do think Marshawn was going to be MVP. And when Russell threw that, I was like, oh, they're trying to make Russell a poster boy. He threw a pick, and I'm like, that's what you get. You guys earned every part of that failure. And because I don't like Pete Carroll, I I, I dislike Pete Carroll. Oh, I'm a huge Pete Carroll fan. Since USC, dude, Pete Carroll's been such a sack of shit since USC. Oh, yeah, okay, makes sense. You're an, he, you're an Arizona so, guy. Yeah, but no, forget that part. The way he dogged those players at USC when he left, right? He left, and then they got hit with a bunch of suspension because of all the shit he pulled. I was like, nah, fuck that guy. Oh. It was like, he's a great guy. And I'm like, no, go to hell. Like, he's the reason why, why, why uh, Reggie Bush got his Heisman taken away. He's the reason why... Um, so many other guys. I mean, okay, let me pull that Reggie Bush one back because I don't 100 know that for sure. But like, he's the reason why they weren't able to go to the you know to 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 a bowl game for like two three seasons. There was a bunch of things he did there that that screwed that program up. That was one of the greatest programs possibly ever at that point, and then he screwed it up, right? And then he just left to the, the NFL, won a Super Bowl, and somehow he's the greatest thing since whatever. And it was funny because I mentioned uh, after they won the seat, the Seahawks won the Super Bowl. That that one, it was a one. Yeah, they won one. Um, when they won, <laughs> the first thing I thought of was like, man, Pete Carroll has one. Andy Reid should have four by now. Like Andy Reid, honestly, I said that right away. I was like, I, Andy Reid should have like four by now. Listen, when, he's had he's had some good teams in the past that opportunity. I, I hated the narrative, but they were like, he can't win the big game. And I'm like, have you seen the, the situation he's been in? Like T.O., if T.O. didn't have a broken leg, first of all, that was a heroic performance that he pulled. But if he didn't have T.O. with a broken leg that season, Come on, you tell me they don't win. I don't know, man. It, it's just he's been to so you know what what a lot of Chiefs fans were saying is that oh yeah. well he's never had Patrick Mahomes. It's like, yeah, but McNabb yeah, and, and Vic, like like even Michael Vick. I'm not saying Michael Vick is a Super Bowl caliber quarterback, but he found a way to make him a more complete quarterback Shit. than he was in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Same yeah. with Alex Smith. Look, go look at Alex Smith's numbers from his time in San Francisco and his time mm-hmm. in Kansas City, like. Those, yep. I mean, he should have at least one. He's had so many blown leads, and I think that's just been uh, yeah. that's haunted him. Now it's like you know, all of that has been overshadowed with his two his two wins, close to three wins. Um, so yeah, he's been able to figure that out. Um, yeah. by the way, I do want to I do want to read a few comments here. Um, oh, we yeah, have not read any comments. No, you're good. Oh, uh, we have comments. Late- oh, okay. Who's mad at me? Go ahead. Uh, and, uh, no one's mad at you surprisingly oh okay <laughs> uh, we have we have a uh, one guy uh who is putting on a phone number and is claiming that he's from ghana and that he's gonna give you money soccer tickets uh all kinds of great stuff so if you believe that bullshit you can call that number uh elaine says not a fan of carol either brad says uh repeat uh possible uh, uh possible rematch yeah i agree with this i think there's a really good chance 
we get a Super Bowl. If I had to tell you who I think is going to repeat as conference champions, dude, I I don't know. And listen, obviously we're in June. We're going to see some surprises and all that. But right now, I don't know who in the hell is going to challenge Philadelphia in the NFC. I just don't. I really, really, I don't see it. Player personnel wise, I'm with you. But they just lost their entire staff. We took like a quarter of their staff in Arizona, right? We got so the defensive coordinator. So what? No, no, no. Belichick. That's, not what I'm oh, yeah, that's Belichick. Do tell okay. me you compare who's the head coach in Philly? Sirianni. There you go. That's not Belichick, bro. But, but, right? but he still shit. got the he's still got a stacked roster. Come on. But that staff was really good. The staff was outside of the unfortunately our head coach like gave up the you know help help <laughs> help helped them. Up to you guys out by you know dropping was it 24, 28 point fucking whatever. Anyway, giving that much up. But no, outside of that, dude, it's not Belichick, man. Like it's hard to bring in a new staff and tell them, like, hey, the shit we did last season, do the same shit. Because these guys are coming up trying to make head coach themselves. So look, if they come in with a new whoever they got as a new staff, and they're like, Hey, we're just gonna keep this train rolling. Like we did last season, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I just have a really hard time believing that shit. Plus, how many times have we seen you know, not only Super Bowl winners, but Super Bowl, you know, runner-ups, like, not even make the playoffs. Now, this really is going to make the playoffs. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're not going to. But I'm saying, like, like I think it's super bold to say you might get a, a rematch. I think I, I, I'm more comfortable saying the Chiefs are going to get back to the Super Bowl than I am to say that we'll have a rematch. No, uh, you, 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 have, you do have a point. There has been this pattern of Super Bowl runner-ups struggling the following year. I think Philadelphia is, like, the safest. I don't know if there is a... I'm not too big on online betting, but if there was a place that offers like a Super Bowl rematch possibility type of thing, dude, yeah. I would put money on that a hundred percent. I just think it's I put money, I, I put money on it just because Jason Kelsey came back and it made me believe that because he, he knows what he's watching, right? He knows what he's doing. Like he ain't coming back just for yeah bullshit. Uh, and they, by the way, they, who did what's up? Oh, I was just gonna say, uh, did you hear about our uh, our big old super fan Chiefs holic this week? <laughs> what happened? Uh, he hasn't been caught, but he is on the uh, top ten most no. wanted list for Crime Stoppers in Kansas City. So he's he might be, he's joined he's he, joined that list. He just solidified himself as my favorite Chiefs fan of all time. Oh my god, it's amazing! <laughs> did you hear Travis Kelsey <laughs> get asked about this on Pat McAfee's show? No, what is that? This was like in January or February. I can't remember exactly oh, yeah. when. Um, but McAfee is obsessed with this story. McAfee oh, he loves that story, dude. Ma- he brings it up randomly. He goes, do you ever meet the bank robber? And Travis Kelsey just like stutters and starts laughing. You can just like look at his face. He's like, should I comment on this? <laughs> and, he's, and he's like uh, talking about it. He's like, yeah, man, we, we he he attended Patrick's uh, charity uh, gala event yeah. and bought something like the players know. The players are very well aware of the details. Um, and then he goes, yes. <laughs> he goes, I didn't realize I was shaking hands with a legend. And there are some people like outrage because he called him a legend, which Come I don't on. I don't disagree with the outrage, but kind of thought it was funny at the same time. I was hilarious. That, that sounds freaking hilarious. He's a legend. <laughs> Look, um, man, like oh, the, the on, fact that on, he got go away. On. Oh no, the fact that he got away with what he did for so long and no one caught on. That made him a legend as far a piece of shit as a human being, sure. But that 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 story is going to be legendary. That story is going to pass on forever. 
you know what's funny? Um, last thing on this, and then we'll move on. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if anyone watching has questions, comments, whatever, uh, comment below. By the way, Brad, I see your uh, UFC comment. We're going to talk about uh, UFC 289 a little later. Um, it's funny. So, so his bondsman is on Twitter. I guess he responded to a few tweets. He's like, hey, listen, he will turn himself in, but he's doing this for a good cause. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? He used a pellet gun to 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 do this robbery like it's yeah. And, and yeah sure it's a pellet gun but still it's 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 not a good it, what is a what is a uh, employee supposed to think uh you know what's funny people are making jokes and maybe they're not yeah. really joking they're saying oh this needs to be like a movie where you know there's a super fan who has all this fame because he yeah he's obviously you know sticks out from the crowd and pays premium for these seats um he's placing massive bets online and winning them too. And lo and behold, he's robbing banks to make them happen. <laughs> and then in the end of the movie, you see the the criminal, he's actually using that money to like help poor people or some shit. Like, yeah. like the bond, I'm just joke making a joke about it. Cause the bonds person is saying that, Oh, he's, he's doing this for like a good reason. And we're all like, what? And then, we're just like shocked that he's like helping a bunch of poor people. I don't know. I, I'm just like thinking like this is this is like totally out of a movie. It has to be. So he's helping a bunch of poor people. Oh no, I'm just I'm just joking. Oh, I, I don't, okay. I, don't I was gonna say. If, I, I was gonna say if he is, he went the Escobar route. Pablo Escobar, you know, bought neighborhoods for 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 people to get better favor with him and shit. But damn, boy, like that's it's just a wild. Well, me, yeah, you're right. They, they didn't make that story, dude. Thirty for thirty. Get on it. That oh, would be an I, amazing I, documentary. I don't doubt that. Um, so I people were joking because this happened a few weeks before the Raiders, the Chiefs visited the Raiders in Vegas. And I oh, guess yeah. the running joke was um, if he was going to pull like an Ocean's Eleven in Vegas. <laughs> so, you know, actually, here's what here, here. By the way, this is how people have too much time on their hands. Somebody yeah. went in like 2016 from 2016 just doing research. There was an unsolved uh, bank robbery in Indianapolis in 2016. And that okay. same week, the Chiefs visited the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were saying that he was the one that did it. People are just like I putting two and two shit. together with that stuff. Um, Joshua says he's Robin Hood stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. Um, uh, let's see. Jaden says, who do you reckon the Chiefs will sign for the offense for the upcoming season? Yeah, I mean, I, I know a lot of people are, are asking about DeAndre Hopkins. I know Brad asked that in his comment as well. It's just the Chiefs don't have a whole lot of cap room. Now, if they extend Chris Jones and restructure Travis Kelsey's deal, maybe that can provide some flexibility in making that happen. Maybe a restructure with Harrison Butker as well. Um, I mean, a lot would need to happen. Here's my thing. I don't know if the Chiefs are going to really try to redo yeah i don't even know if the chiefs are going to try to bring in any more offensive players let me just say this also i, I love the offensive line i think it's mm -hmm. way better than last year i love the two offensive tackles the chiefs have and i'm excited to see them but the wide receivers uh, eddie this this is not meant to like be a, a pop quiz or anything but yeah, yeah how many chiefs wide receivers can you name because you're a cardinals fan you don't follow our mm -hmm. team as closely but which wide like just name me two wide receivers Ooh, ooh! You still have Juju? No, he went to the Patriots. No way, Juju left. That's how much yeah. I know. Okay, uh, MVS. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, MVS, MVS is still here. Yeah, he's still and there. Then there's the, uh, 
who's the other cat that I was just like, yeah, I don't need any more receivers. This cat's good. Ian Patrick came out like a few days ago going like, nah, he's good. He'll be all right with him. Uh, not Pacheco's a running back. Oh, what's his name? Oh, the he gets shit on so much. Kadarius Tony. Tony, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. So we have those two guys. We also have Justin Ross, who was big coming out of college, but because of injuries, mm-hmm. he went undrafted. And there's so much hype behind him. I mean, this is technically his second season, but he didn't play last year due to injuries. And then there's John Ross, who, you know, his little claim to fame, I guess, was that he was drafted one pick before Mahomes uh, yeah. in 2017 uh, by Cincinnati. So yeah. the, the Chiefs have all these players that they're banking on with potential. Okay. And, and listen, it's a big if, but if all of those guys pan out, man, it's almost like you don't even like forget about even considering DeAndre Hopkins. Because if these guys stay healthy, yeah, sure, the potential could be there. So I think a lot of people are banking on the wide receivers all living up to their potential. Again, a big if because these guys do have injury problems as well. Yeah, yeah, it could be a really dangerous year for Kansas City offensively. I think this is Patrick's chance to prove he's got the uh, – I call it the Aaron Rodgers effect. It's not the the cockiness or anything. Aaron Rodgers threw guys into big contracts. Like, yeah. he threw guys into big contracts. All right, Patrick, let's see what's up. Can, pa- pa- can Patrick Mahomes get the ball to these guys at the right spots to make them look like superstars? I think he can. And I think he I think he will for at least a couple of those guys, right? So, I, I the, you know – uh, if I'm a if I'm a Chiefs fan, I don't panic if we don't get D if you don't get D Hop. I don't panic if you don't get uh who's the other guy you guys wanted to get Beckham Beckham yeah Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. He went to the uh, Ravens yeah Ravens yeah which weird but all right um <laughs> you know I wouldn't I wouldn't panic if I didn't get any one of those guys so I'd be like all right cool Patrick's Patrick's a, 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 all pro all pro all pro two time quarter was a two time Super Bowl MVP two time Super Bowl yeah. winner yeah does some of the craziest shit crazier stuff than Aaron Rodgers was doing. Give him mm. a chance to make these guys superstars. If it doesn't work out, great. Then he can't, or he just couldn't this year, and then go for you know some some you know proven stars. But um, but it just, like like again, like Aaron Rodgers said, R E L A X. Chiefs fans, relax. All right, enjoy your ring you just got. Enjoy your your Lombardi, Lombardi you just got, and and, and you know trust uh, uh, Veach. I'll say it right now. I think they will repeat as champions next year. They won't because. Next year, you got to think about Chris Jones, Creed Humphrey, and Trey Smith are eligible for new deals, and I think they have valid reasons to try to hold out. Um, I mean, I it's going to be it's and oh, and then there's Nick Bolton, who's also severely nice. underrated, dude. It's going to be really hard to try to. I, I I think they'll still like win the division and make the playoffs next year. I, it's obviously more than a year away, but they're not going to have the same firepower because. They might yeah. lose some some guys here and there. I I, I think it's going to be hard. That's why that's why I hope they go all in this year on Hopkins. At least ensure that and win it all this year because I think mm-hmm. they they'll kind of have like that little uh, gap New England had in between the third and the fourth Super Bowl. Yeah, and again, you still got Patrick. Okay, he's still Patrick Mahomes. Like like let the man cook already. Like you know, I'm like, not to use a Russell Wilson thing, but let the man cook already. Like yeah. let him do his thing. Yeah, man, and you still have Travis Kelsey. You know, as long as that guy's still playing, playing hard, you, you know I mean, well, Travis Kelsey's going to be elite for the next what two, three, two years, maybe. 
probably least, he, he he's like he he just signed he's 31, uh, 32. he just signed with an agency for hollywood like hollywood. i think the guy is trying to wrap up his career in a couple of years so yeah if i if i was him i would too i mean he's he's done everything man and and yeah. he's very entertaining so he's i don't know if he'll be in hollywood but but that podcast he has with his brother i like i said i don't miss it that shit yeah. makes me laugh every week or every time they do it so yeah uh, have you been paying attention to the NBA Finals or the um, mm-hmm. or the NHL Finals? NHL, I, I watch it if it's on. All I saw is I, I was I had it on the other night, and uh, one of one of the knights got his like he got cleared out. Like, oh he got yeah, hit so Jack hard. Eichel. Yeah, he got hit so hard, and it was a clean hit. I mean, it looked like a clean hit, but he got hit so hard. Dude got up and he wobbled his ass to the locker room, and then he came back and played. But they saw you know, uh, uh, Panthers fans were like, yeah, yeah. That's what you get. We're playing hard now. And then they got blown out by like four or some crazy. I think it was, it was wild, but I haven't paid attention to a lot of that. I've been watching the NBA playoffs. I, I'm, you know, I like basketball a lot, but uh, yeah, but I mean, the Knights, what are they up? They're up right now, right? Two zero. Yeah. Zero. Like what? Uh, and they go back to Florida next game. Yeah. Yeah. Here, Here's my thing. The NBA finals, like last game was pretty intense, but like the game right now is just boring. Uh, but it's we'll bad. see if Miami comes back again. I doubt it. Uh, yeah. And then game one was just a, a, another bore fest. Uh, yeah. Whereas with hockey, the the two finals games so far, they've been boring also. But hockey is so weird, man. Like you could have a blowout, but if it's very physical and, and if there are a lot of fights, man, it, it just makes you want to watch from all the way to the end. Like I think that's what makes hockey so unique. And I'm honestly surprised it's not as popular as it is in the United States. I wish it was more popular, uh, but it's just not. Um, so these, owns this country, man. Yeah. Um, what it is. You know, by the way, I commented on this. Um, here's what I will say. Like the first round of the NBA and the NHL playoffs, there are so many games and it's so hard to like keep track of everything. But I also love it at the same time. It's kind of like college basketball, the first 96 mm-hmm. hours. I, yeah. I've even said this. I'll even go as far as saying I think the first two rounds of the NBA and the hockey playoffs are better than the first 96 hours of college basketball. I don't know why. I just I just enjoy it better. They're not fresh, but they're not like completely busted up teams either. So they come in ready to go. But uh, uh, it's also teams have been playing each other you know, four times a season, right? So they know each other really well. So you got to come up with some new shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's how it goes. That's why, like, when when, uh, when the Lakers beat the Warriors, I wasn't the least bit surprised. I'm like, come on, that's LeBron James. All right, that guy is the smartest player in the league right now. Um, Outside of, no, I would say he's the smartest player in the league right now. That, that guy takes in information like crazy. So he remembers those four games he played against them. And, uh, and like, I forgot there was a part where he... uh it was an offensive set that he saw when the when he was with Cleveland and they put the Warriors in the finals. He recognized it from 2016 and he covered it and he sent AD to the corner. He switched to this and that. And yeah. someone put up a, on Instagram, they put a video of that play when he was with the Cavs and then the play when he was with the Lakers. And like he recognized it off the bat. So, um, you know, these teams know each other really well in their prospective conferences. And when you get to the to the finals, that it gets a little different. Right. Yeah. So um, so I'm not surprised the games are going the way they are. Now, here's what makes me laugh. Everyone started coming out immediately. Like, no one's going to watch these finals. It's going to be boring. Sure. Yeah. A couple of these games are going to be bad. But but uh, but it made me laugh because like before that, everyone's like the NBA is rigged and all that stuff. Do you really think the NBA won a heat versus Nuggets? They had 
they had it locked. I guarantee they have packages ready for it, you know, video packages and all that stuff. They were begging the Lakers to beat the Nuggets, and they were begging Boston oh, to yeah. beat Miami. Lakers, Celtics, you telling me the NBA wouldn't want that? Yeah, there's you know, no you tell way me they if, if it was this. rigged. If I was the NBA and I was rigging shit, it'd be Lakers and Celtics right now. Yeah, LeBron against the Celtics, Lakers, Celtics, Bron against Tatum. Come on, man, that'd have been huge. So, can we relax with the rig stuff first of all, and second of all? I enjoy my Miami's the Miami's uh, style of play a lot because they're very physical and they're tough and they're angry dudes and everything. But, but man, you get something about the Joker, something about the Joker being that he's, a, he's kid special talent. With. Dude, that kid got turned down for prom, homecoming. He ain't never voted for anything most likely to succeed shit. He was that nerdy kid playing, you know, Dungeons and Dragons in the back. And, oh, now he's about probably, probably about to win his first NBA title. Off yeah. of two MVPs, too. Probably should have won this year, shit. Yeah, I really yeah. hope he gets it, man. I, I, he's such a likable guy. Like, he, he's yeah. going to really hate the guy, too. Uh, like, he that, has that, to be one of the most likable guys in yeah. basketball right now. That, that's where we differ. I hope I hope Miami comes back and just destroys him and takes the title because the Nuggets beat my sons. Here's the thing about that, okay? When the Suns or the Cardinals lose, everyone's like, oh, well, you, you're you going to support the Western Conference. No, I'm like, no, fuck them. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, they beat my team, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't even care about that. Like, like, dude, I always, I always do that. I'm like, I hope they lose every game the rest of the way. I hope the Nuggets go only over, which I knew they weren't going to. But I'm like, I hope the Nuggets go over and get swept. I hope, you know, whoever comes out of the NFC to go to the Super Bowl gets massacred. Yeah, all that kind of shit. And it was like, oh, you're just a salty fan. I'm like, no, I only support the Cardinals and I only support the Suns and I only support my teams. Fuck everybody else. But I will watch everybody else because that's, you know, that's what it is. What are your thoughts on the Chris Paul news? That I expected it, but yeah. there were two things that I, I expected that to happen for Chris Paul to be gone this season because um, there's a lot of excitement about the possibility of getting Kyrie Irving or James Harden. Okay, um, Chris Paul's up there in age. You look at him wrong, he gets hurt and he misses games, and, and he clearly can't move physically, can't move the way he did just a few years ago. Right, uh, his best yeah. years are way behind him. It's like it's. Not exactly, but it's almost like when we got Shaq for some reason, um, when he was super old and couldn't do shit anymore. Um, so I think they let him go. They, they let him go. They're going to let him go because uh, they haven't. Yeah, I think the option is trade him or 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 waive him. And I'm kind of hoping they do a buyout so we have to deal with you know, paying him later. But um, I think what's going to happen is they're going to they, they let Chris Paul go because there's there might be some real heat behind possibly getting James Harden. Um, Younger, better scorer, more physical, and he's. And I would agree. I would argue he's just as good of a passer as Chris Paul, and it'd be good on the offense if you can get him to not shoot every time down the frigging court. Kyrie Irving, I'm not interested in whatsoever. Man, I was I just so I, bummed out when uh, when the Suns lost to the Bucks that year in the too. finals because I mean that was like Chris Boy. Paul's closest opportunity to to win a championship. Shit, it was our kind of opportunity, man. I was I was like. I remember because I, I think I told you I went to game two in Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, and I remember one. That. And all the fans walk out going Suns in four, and I go shut the fuck up. Oh and yeah, because of that guy. You know what's I funny? Was so angry. I hate. That I dude. was. I met him. I was curious, him. like, where has that guy been? He, dude, that guy's Instagram is completely inactive. I think is. I met. I met him at Bellator. Not oh, long after that. Yeah, not long after that playoff run. I met him at Bellator. Him and his girlfriend or whatever, whoever that was with him, got um, set right in front of the media, right? And so I'm, and everyone saw him, and um, like he thought he was like some hot, like people recognize him. No one knew who he was, but when I saw a stupid ass face, I was like, "Oh, you're that fucking guy." 
fuck you and everything about you. I don't give a shit about you. I hope, I hope, I hope you're so close to the cage that someone goes for a double leg, flies through the cage, and lands on your stupid ass face. Fuck you, bro. You jinx this. No, 100%. I'm serious. As a Suns fan, look, I wish, I wish Suns fans and Cardinal fans, all Arizona fans, were more like Philly fans. I wish we were huge assholes. Because at least those guys make a big ass fuss when their teams are doing shit. That's, Listen, that's I, I know in the clip it looks like he's defending himself, but I'm sure there was some activity before the camera oh, started sure. rolling. Yeah, I mean, no, for sure. Um, he tried it. He tried so hard to make himself a brand, and it didn't work out. It made me laugh so hard. I was like, no one really cares about. Well, yeah, stuff. I mean, he's got like I, I don't remember how many followers he had, but that dude, like everyone cared about what he. People are commenting. They're like, dude, we need you back. This world needs you back. I'm like, I hope he's okay, but. You know, it's like, how do you not find a way to capitalize on that? A lot of people so, would have done something. He tried merch and also the shit that I, that I saw stuff on Instagram for, but I was like, no, nah, fuck that guy. No, when uh, when we played Denver this year, somebody put on Twitter, I was like, we need to send the Suns before we got back in there. I'm like, yes, yeah, so he can get jumped and get what he deserves for that shit, motherfucker. He's oh. whatever. Hey, whatever. I'm so irritated with that guy. I blame, I don't blame him completely because obviously the players got to play, but I blame him for starting this whole Suns and four bullshit that got us, you know, Oh yeah, it's funny. I saw him. Uh, he he did like a TikTok where he's at a club, <laughs> um, and he's like doing this, holding the four. I'm like, dude, you look like such a douche. He's a, he's a he's straight up super douche. Super uh, douche, Brad says uh, another triple double for Jochich. Yeah, no, no, not a not a shock. That guy's so dude. You can't stop that guy. He moves so slow, like. He moves so slow, it's smooth. You ever heard that? that you know, like uh, I think military guys will recognize this, where they go, uh, you know, uh, uh, slow is smooth, and smooth is good. He moves yeah. so slow, it's smooth and it's good, and like nobody can figure it out. It's wild, man. He's so uh, good. I gotta give it to him. I gotta ask you about um, uh, some UFC stuff. Obviously, two eighty nine, yeah. and then uh, I've got a question for you about the UFC that um, we'll, we'll talk about. We got a few minutes left here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm excited for this. Uh, Amanda Nunes against Irene Aldana. Uh, I've always thought Irene Aldana was underrated. Uh, I know a lot, a lot of times in divisions like this, like with the flyweight division when Demetrius Johnson was there, nobody really knew about the other contenders because Demetrius right. Johnson was just sweeping everybody. And Amanda Nunes kind of has done the same thing. Yeah, she lost to Pena, but then she beat her back in the most convincing way possible. Uh, it's, it's almost like you kind of forgot that she lost. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Amanda Nunes. And then, but Neil Daryush, born from the same city as me, represent Urmia. So uh, I'm really excited about that. And I guess a really tough opponent too. And Benil has been really patient. So I'm excited about these two fights. Um, we'll get it. I, I want your, your predictions for those two. Is yeah. there like a, um, I know Dana White does this whole, like, if you didn't know, now you know. Um, do you have like a, maybe like an underrated match on this card outside of the main and co-main event? Dan Egan and Nate, Nate Lauer are going to put on a bloody freaking brawl. Okay. Um, it's going to be nasty. Dan Egan is a dog, right? But Nate yeah. is a dog. Holy shit. Nate is that dude. Nate uh, Lauer is one of those guys that like, he seems like an idiot, but he's not. And he's a, he's a, he's a bad dude. Like he said it today, a media day, he said, uh, um, you know, he was like, you know, I've learned how to use distance and I've learned how to, you know, how to, how to create distance from my punches and my kicks and keep them away. He goes, 
but I could turn, I can, I can brawl on a dime. And that's exactly what's going to happen on Saturday. They're going to brawl. Like at some point, like Dan's going to come out and do what he does, you know, try to, you know, uh, land the jab enough, but Nate's not going to just back away when you hit him with a jab. He's going to come in in your face, get right in your face and, uh, and walk forward the whole time. Um, and then the second that Dan, you know, just bites on his mouth, he throws a, a haymaker, Nate's going to go off. And it's going to be a back and forth, just a, a brawl, in my opinion. So that's one fight I'm looking at. I'm also looking at Nasruddin Imavov against Chris Curtis in the uh, feature prelim. Those guys are dogs. Um, and who's the other? It was one more fight that I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. Um, no, not that one. You know what? That might have been it, actually. Oh, yeah. They moved the uh, clear roundtree Chris Dawkins fight to uh, uh, fight night later in the year. But that was going to be good only because clear roundtree was probably going to head kick the shit out of Chris Dawkins and give us a nice highlight. <laughs> that have been crazy. But uh, yeah, I'm telling you right now that um, Dan Ige and Nate Longworth is going to be fire for real. Wait, hold on. I, I got thrown off. You said Khalil Roundtree's fighting? Was, was. They moved his fight. Um, oh, shit. something about some. some yeah, I'm something with Chris Dawkins. Yeah, okay. something about Chris Dawkins uh, had to had to push the fight. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, I remember him on the Ultimate Fighter. It was my first year watching the Ultimate Fighter because that's when mm. I got into MMA. Um, yeah. I just like this backstory and, and and just the way like he like he's overcome a lot. He's really changed a lot. Um, he's made himself better. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him fight whenever that'll be next. Oh, for sure. Uh, okay, let's start with the co-main event, um, dude. Uh, Benil, uh, really good wrestler, Charles Oliveira. I mean, these Brazilian fighters, I mean, they're, they're just versatile as hell. Uh, and they can do a lot. Charles, Charles or Oliveira, I'll tell you what, dude, this dude's tough. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, and when he was a lightweight champ, I thought he was ready to lose to Chandler. Chandler was, in my opinion, dominating him. Mm -hmm. And then Oliveira just needed one hit and he, he got what he needed to, to KO Chandler, um, this is going to be a really tough fight. Uh, how do you see this one going? Who do you think wins? Man, I like I like Benil. I like Benil Darius in this one. He's uh, like you say, he's a good grappler, he's a good wrestler, and everything. But he when he when he throws hands, whatever he hits, he tries to leave a dent. Um, now, what I've seen with, with with Charles is that um, you know, back in the day, he would get hit, and he'd be like, oh shit, he was dropping, and, and he wouldn't quit, but he would kind of be like, all right, I need, I I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I want to get out. Um, once he started realizing, like, oh, I'm surviving these hits and I'm still here, these guys throw bombs at Charles Oliveira and try to knock him out, and it doesn't work. And when Mike Chandler hit him with everything he had, realized it wasn't working and Charles was still there, it was kind of like a bit of doubt probably crept in his mind a little bit, and that's when Charles took over and, and, and handed it to him. But Benil Darius is not that guy. Benil Darius is patient. Benil Darius is accurate. He's patient. He sticks to his game plan. So um, I think Benil's going to come in and get it. I don't I'm not going to make a prediction of how. I mean, I would, I figure it's going to be like a three round war. Um, but I think, uh, I think Benil, not war, but I think Benil Darius is going to, is going to do enough to win that, that fight and get his title shot. And yeah, he's overdue. He's Way overdue. 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 That guy should have offered a title a while ago, but they pass on him because he's not a talker. Um, you know, he praises Jesus after the fight and all that. And that doesn't sell tickets, I guess, or sell, you know, get viewers and whatnot. Unless you're um, Tim Tebow. Unless you're Tim Tebow. Yeah. Which, you know, we can get into that later, but for some other time. But, uh, but, uh, but no, no, um, I think Benil Darius is finally going to break through here. With sex with Charles Oliveira. Charles Oliveira should still be lightweight champion if it wasn't for a shitty scale in downtown Phoenix at UFC 274 on, uh, on weigh-in day. 
Oh, well, he's, I guess the night before Wayne. Wait, remind me what happened. Bro, it was funny because I was the first one that, that saw that, that 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 was an issue or that had that, that saw it as far as media goes. Because um, he he I tweeted, get, he was like, "Yeah, I'm on weight. I'm gonna make weight." The scale, the fighter scale. Someone fuck with the spider scale. So I got to to uh, the weigh-ins, official weigh-ins, like an hour early. I always get to everything early, and so I was there and I watched two USC guys, uh, you know, like staff in blue shirts come downstairs, and one of us on the phone, and he's pissed. He's like, somebody fuck with the scales and stuff. Weights are gonna be weird. This is, this is a this is a problem. We need to let the fighters know. It was like seven a.m. and a couple hours. No, like no, it was like eight a.m. About an hour. No, I'm sorry, two hours for weigh-ins, and um, and so they were letting fighters know and all that. But yeah, everyone thought they were on weight. So if you and you can go back if you you, know, if you guys get bored, go on YouTube and and Google uh, official weigh-ins for UC two seventy four. Kesha president, did, we did our own live stream, but you can see the faces. Even the fighters that made weight were like, what the fuck, like. That's a half pound off, or that's a pound off. Like some fighters that thought they made championship weight were like, like they was like if they made you know, one seventy, they came in at one seventy one, and they no. looked like what the hell. You know what I mean, the scale was off. Somebody screwed with the scale and decalibrated it, and it was just a mess. And where it is, it was someone from Brazil trying to change it to, 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 to kilograms instead of pounds, and it screwed the whole thing up. So uh, it was bad. It was really bad. And Charles should not have lost his belt that day. Should not. He should still have been title champion, and uh, you know, but you know, it is what it is. So I, I, I think mean, it's gonna pass him by now. I listen. I I think you know. I, I no one. It's not like no one recognized him as not the champion. He he was still the oh, yeah, guy. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, going into that Islam fight, dude. I would love to. When is Islam's next fight? Does he have a fight? I don't think so. I think he was. Uh, what happened to that guy? He or oh, they're waiting. They're waiting for this to play out with the. Uh, Oh, okay. With the, the lightweight Good. picture, I think. So um more than likely he's gonna get the winner of this fight. Um and I think it'll be Benil, but he doesn't Dude, have anything, anything scheduled. Uh, Islam versus Benil, that is going to be like if you appre I know a lot of people think wrestling is boring, but if you've yeah. got a good appreciation for that uh, for that style, nasty. It's gonna be a great wrestling match. I, I I'm oh. really looking forward to that. Not only that, I think Benil forces him to stand with him, and then we get to see what Islam's hands look like. I I I don't think there's an issue with Islam's hands. I know, yeah, he's sure he's better on the ground, like Habib. But no, no, no. But I mean, like Islam trains at AKA, and they have really good striking there. And he just hasn't yeah. shown the strike as he hasn't had to. If you force him to stand with with, with you, he'll show you something, and it'll at least be fun. That'll be a damn. That that'll be the fight of the night for sure, in my opinion. That'll um. Be, yeah. All right, the main event. This one's interesting. Uh, Amanda Nunes and Irene Aldana. I saw uh, Brad comment in the uh, uh, say in the comments that Irene needs to win this for uh, for Mexican fighters and to kind of help uh, promote the uh, new PI down there in Mexico. You're 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 Mexican. I, I know uh, you're probably uh, you've got a uh, an an interest in this one. What do you think, oh, man? Sure. How, how does this uh, how does this pan out? First of all, thank the MMA got. And I, I'm not. I'm. I'm Juliana Pena, I hope you heal up as quick as possible, get those ribs right and everything, and get back to it. But man, the MMA gods came through through on this one. Nobody gave a shit about this fight. No one that knows fighting gave a shit about this fight because everyone's like, "Oh, you gotta have the trilogy and all that stuff." You know, she beat Amanda the first one. First of all, anyone that watched that first fight with their own eyes saw Amanda Nunes was not Amanda Nunes that night. That was just a bad night for her. Um, and then when the second fight came out, I actually went on a show. I forgot the name of it. I apologize. I like these guys a lot. But uh, I went on a show. It's a radio show. 
And they asked me, like, oh, so, you know, tell me why we should bet on Amanda Nunes. And I'm like, because it's Amanda Nunes. Like, well, you don't think Julian Pena's going to do it again? I'm like, she's going to mess her up so bad. Henry's going to go away for a while. We're not going to hear from Juliana for a minute. And they're like, no, no. I'm like, do you guys know what you're talking about here? Juliana Pena got lucky that Amanda Nunes was sick as hell for the last, you know, bunch of her camp. Injuries, changing changing gyms, all kinds of stuff. Like, that wasn't Amanda Nunes. That was Amanda Nunes realizing she had no gas tank. And it was not going to go well for her. She, if you guys saw the choke that that that, that well, the choke Julian I put in on her, that wasn't even in that very much. I think Amanda Nunes knew, right, that she wasn't going to win. She wanted a way out of that. She just wanted to get out of there, which you know happens to the best uh, best fighters. But um, and in the rematch, I was like, she's going to kill her. I mean, it's not even going to be fun. It's not even going to be fun to watch for unless you hate Julian Pena. And that's what happened. Killed her. Fucked her up. Messed her up. So, but this fight's different. Um, instead of an Amanda Nunes guaranteed win, Irena Dana is taller. I think longer, I think. And she's got the striking to stay with the man. And Amanda hasn't gone to the ground willingly in a minute. You know what I mean, so it's going to be interesting to see yeah, what, uh, what Yenena brings in striking. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what she does with the striking. striking. Um, it's just going to be fun to watch. It didn't last, uh, when he, I forgot last fight Yenena had, she beat someone with, with a body shot and it was nice. Like just cracked it. I want to say, I don't remember if it was Holly. No, it wasn't Holly. She lost to Holly, but whatever. Um, it's going to be interesting, man. Honestly, it's going to be a really good, it's going to be a really good fight. Uh, and I have to say, this is the best chance for someone to beat a man in Nunes at her best. This is like the best chance we have on that. Um, so I, obviously, I, I, I'm obviously picking on Daniel Dana. That, that's not not even a question. But uh, but I mean, I'm excited for it, man. And it's a way better main event that we were than, than we were going to get. Now, the one thing about the whole card that's kind of like, what the hell's going on? It's only 11 fights. Like we lost a few fights, and it oh. was a very quiet. They very quietly lost a few fights. I knew no one knew about the clear round trip, uh, you know, moving that fight until like, like it was reported on June 2nd or 3rd, but like none of us knew until like yesterday. I was like, I was like going over the card. I'm like, oh shit, he's not even in here anymore. That's crazy. So, uh, but you know, it's nice, it's, it's nice that they're back in Canada. Shout out to Jay Anderson covering for Cape Set Press on, on the spot. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's in Canada. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, Brad's asking about their size. I, I know Irene is an inch taller. And mm-hmm. I think uh, Amanda's reach is a little bit mm-hmm. better than uh, than Irene. So yeah, yeah I, it, I remember. I remember uh, yeah. when Amanda was fighting Megan Anderson. All this yeah. talk about how Megan's bigger and this could maybe cause problems. And Amanda just took care of her in, in like two minutes. Dude, uh, uh, <laughs> freaking! Um, I met I met uh, uh, Megan Anderson in Kansas City. She was sitting in the oh, crowd okay. next, to ben, next to my buddy Ben Davis, and oh um, nice, and she's not as pale as I thought she was gonna be, because she was she looked near dead walking into that arena to fight Amanda Nunes. She knew, and everybody knew what was gonna happen. And it was oh she's tall, she's long, she's gonna keep her at bay. And I'm like, that's a lioness in front of her, bro. Like Dude, she knows she she's she wore that Kansas City Monarchs jersey. I was like, hell yeah, <laughs> but come on, like put on a pale. smile pale it was you could see through megan that night okay yeah. when i met her in kansas city i was like oh she's not the, i didn't say it to her obviously i'm you know not an asshole but i was just, I sort of but i was like i looked at her i was like oh she's not as pale as i thought she was gonna be so that's not her natural color oh shit all right yeah. like you know so yeah it, it's it, the skill's different the skill level is way different and you know i know people complain about oh you didn't to make weight she needs to make weight the time she's missed weight there's always something like she's always injured of some sort it's always been an injury or and this is what annoys me because even some women like you know shit on on other women that miss weight because they're on their period. That's a real thing, people. Like 
Yeah. Anyone that knows anything about that knows it's a real problem. You just happen to get your your, your period on 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 weighing on on during your weight cut. That's bad news for you because your body's hanging on to everything. That's a harder cut. So, um, you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I don't make excuses for it. And I'm missing I, weight before, I, but I, still, I, I I think Laura Senko said something about how like she she did this and other female fighters have done this also. Like they would stop using uh uh pregnancy pills uh that way they can make weight easier but then you run that risk of possibly getting pregnant in fact i think mm-hmm. laura said that's what happened to her is that she got pregnant during training camp and she basically had to pull out of the fight and that's how she got out of the sport and started getting into broadcasting so yeah um yeah that's just the way it works out sometimes um nuggets by the way they uh pretty much dominated and that game is now over um i didn't want to ask you uh this about conor mcgregor because He's obviously on the Ultimate Fighter right now. I haven't seen uh, the second episode yet, but Bleacher Report loves to spoil everything, so they basically let you know that Connor's fighter is his fighter lost. So that's cool. Um, yeah, I don't know what the hype is with Connor right now. In in June seventh, twenty twenty three, I don't know why there's so much hype around this guy. He's one and three in his last four fights. He's three and four in his last UFC fights. I know he talks all this shit and it draws all this attention, but man, he hasn't fought in a couple of years. I know he's trying to recover from injury, but he keeps saying, yeah, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. And then, you know, this whole USADA thing, it's like, dude, I don't even know if this fight's going to happen. Like if I had to put money down right now, if this is going to, and I hope it happens because I'm a huge fan of Michael Chandler. Uh, Mm -hmm. He went to Mizzou. The only time I'll ever support Mizzou guys is in the sport of MMA. Yeah. Um yeah. him, Woodley, Askren, those guys. Um, but I just don't know if it's gonna happen. Uh because I don't the, the hold up with Connor and in my opinion, very overrated and overhyped. Man, I don't even know. Like, do people care that he is gonna fight, maybe fight uh Chandler? I don't know. I feel like this guy's not really getting the hype anymore that he used to get. Yeah, he's not getting the same level of hype, but it's still there. He's got his hardcore fans. So go tweet out all that stuff you said about his records, and you'll get one asshole immediately within minutes. I'll tell you, oh, within seconds sure. maybe. But they'll be like, "We miss one more than you, so ha!" Huh? And I'm like, "God damn, bro, oh, you, yeah. you getting your? Are you getting your Conor McGregor check in the mail every month? Is that what's going on? That's why you're like sucking his nuts." Um, so no, the the the, the hype with Conor now, it's like, okay, is he the same guy? Because he talks to the same guy, but he's not the same guy. Not just and I'm not even talking about physically. I'm talking about up here. Okay. Like again, you're not struggling no more. You're on. He's constantly posting videos of himself on a yacht, on a boat with you know, with you know, with you know, whoever. Um, proper twelve, or proper twelve. Like that guy's got so much money. Like he ain't trying to fight. You know what I mean? Like, not that he's not trying to fight, but he's not the same guy. It's a different guy. So, but that's the question: is as a fighter, is he the same guy? As a person, he's not the same person. He talks like the same person, but he's not the same person. Like, um, I mean, shoot, I'll give you an example. The uh, the first episode. Um, before start, like right as it started, they were, they were showing Mike Chandler and my uh Conor McGregor at the UFC Apex, right? Yeah, um, at the Apex or at the PI, I can't remember, I think it was at the PI actually. Anyway, so they're up there and then you know, at the training, they're waiting for Dana and all that. And normally, Conor McGregor would have been like standing right in front of his opponent, talking all kinds of shit, but now he's just like, uh, you know, he's being nice to Michael Chandler, all this stuff, and and then you know, he, he throws a few barbs out there, right? So Michael Chandler says, like. You know, I haven't been told you know, what's going on. And McGregor would be like, oh, you'll do what you're told. 
That's what he said or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I saw that's, that. Yeah. So he's he's got similar mouths, but he doesn't have the same the similar fire and bravado that we that we used to seeing from the early Connor. Early Connor got dude. Early Connor messed with Dustin Poirier's head so bad. When oh they, yeah. When they first fought, the first fight they had at forty five, he was messing with him at the hotel, just staring at him, talking all kinds of shit, not backing away. That Connor is not there anymore. He's not yeah. the same guy. Not the same guy at all. So um, I think the interest is is, is he the same is he the same guy? He still has the same super fans and all this sort of stuff, but. Uh, I'm with you. I don't. I honestly don't see this fight happening. I think he'll fight somebody else. Okay, um, you, you just you, got you, back you, in the program. The whole, I want to back up because you talked about the whole like you know he's not the same guy. I know he yeah. avenged the uh, Nate Diaz loss. Like that's considered like one of the biggest mm-hmm. moments in his career. But yeah. that that first fight though at 196, I think I think Con- Conor got exposed. Like, I mean, just look at Habib and what he did. Uh, and and I, yeah. listen, even if that Nate Diaz fight never happened, I think Habib would still do the same exact thing. But oh, sure. And I, I think a lot of people like Donald Cerrone. I remember the press conference. He said he's like, "Yeah, I, I want to, I want to keep this on the feet." Yeah, I'm just like, dude, what are you talking? Like, get him to the ground. That's a stupid game plan. Um, like everyone has figured out how to beat this guy, even on the feet, like with Dustin Poirier. Yeah. No, and and. and uh... What a lot of guys figured out is that Connor used to have his ability to beat you before he even fought you, right? Yeah. Like Mike Tyson used to have that. Mike Tyson used to beat guys before they fought him. And then uh, uh, who was it? Uh, was it not Trevor Burr? Who was it? The Buster Buster Douglas? No, who beat who beat Tyson first? Uh, uh, I can't tell it? you. Okay, but that, here's the thing: the, the story behind that. The fella, his mom was dying. She was in the hospital. And he told her that uh, he promised her he's going to beat Mike Tyson. And then he went and did it, right? So. Um, Trevor Burbick, I want to say. Oh, man. Some, someone in the chat. like Buster Douglas. Thank you, Buster Douglas. Yeah, yeah. I, I looked so, it up, yeah. Yeah, so Douglas' mom was dying, and she was real messed up. It was bad. Look all over. He promised his mom was going to beat Mike Tyson, and he did. Okay. Um, Nate Diaz exposed Conor McGregor for just being a talker, okay? Because one guy you're not – who's two guys in the world whose head you're not going to get into, Nick and Nate Diaz, okay? Um, Conor said all his stuff, and – all Nate said was like, F you then. You know what I mean? Like, that was, uh, okay, so that 196, he was supposed to fight. Aldo, Aldo got, no, Aldo, uh, not Eddie. RDA. How fell sign? supposed to fight uh, RDA. RDA busts his foot or something like that. Can't fight. Nate comes in. Um, and it's a last-second press conference at a UFC gym somewhere in California, okay? Yeah, I remember so They that. come in. Connor's lines don't even make sense. And that's when you realize he rehearsed the shit out of his shit talk. Rehearsed like crazy. So what are you going to do when you're weak ass? You know, he, you know, he, he, uh, he throws up gang signs with one hand and makes animal balloons with the other. Ha 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 ha. And all the other guy look, does is look at you and say, fuck you. And just look at you like that. Well, he showed up to the, he, I, I, I know he won dude. this fight, but he showed up to the 205 press conference with this coat and you could see the tag on it. Oh, when he came in doing this shit, like dancing on the that was so yes. stupid. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. so dumb. And we knew he was gonna be uh, uh Eddie Alvarez. We knew that fight was gonna be done, but that was Eddie Alvarez fight, right? No, two or five. Eddie Alvarez, yeah. yeah. Okay. That was masterful striking by Conor McGregor, but he got in Eddie's head early. Um, but when Nate exposed him not being able to shoot and at 202 when they had the rematch and Connor was resetting, which was really literally turning and running, running away, yeah, literally turning around and running. Conor McGregor fans get mad if they want to. Footage is there. You can't lie. The video doesn't lie. 
He literally turned around to get away from Nate and sprinted to the other side to get back better position because the second Nate Diaz put you on the fence, you were screwed. Okay. No. Um, I that's the first time I saw fear in, in, in Conor McGregor's eyes because he knows, like, dude, this guy already beat me. Fuck. What are we gonna do? Yeah. do right? Fast forward to Dustin Poirier. First fight with Dustin. Oh, I'm gonna beat you. You're the gazelle. I'm a lion. You're the gazelle. That's such a tired ass bullshit line, by the way. But um, Dustin Poirier goes, nah, dude, I've seen you lose. You're beatable. I ain't scared of you. And then he beat the dog shit out of him. Okay. Yeah. And Connor, Connor started trying to talk his shit, and then he realized, you know what, I'm gonna be a nice guy. So then he was a nice guy to Dustin Poirier that first fight, got the snot beat out of him. Rematch. Oh, I'm gonna kill you. I was just up. You're a gazelle. I'm a lion, blah, 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 bullshit. Your wife, this and that. And then, you know. Sure, Connor possibly came in with an injury. I'm not going to take that away from him, but everyone's injured going into a fight. Breaks his ankle, breaks his leg, falls down, and then starts talking shit off the ground. I'm just yeah, like, that, that made no sense. Mentally busted. The Khabib fight, saying all kinds of crazy shit, trying to get this one person who's not, you're not going to fuck with mentally besides Nate is Habib. Okay. Because Habib sat there, they just looked at him like, yeah, yeah, you're going to do that. Yeah, yeah. And then when they did the face off at the presser, if you remember, like Connor's doing that big eye stuff and ah, and all that other bullshit. And Hubby's looking at him like, come on, dude. I wrestle bears. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and then they fought. Habib didn't want to let go of that choke. And it wasn't even a choke, it was on the chin. Mind you, whoever wants to shit on Connor for tapping to, to the to a neck crank, please get put in one. You'll shut the fuck up fast. Okay. I'll give Connor credit for doing that. I was like, nah, fuck. Everyone was like, oh, he's such a pussy. No, no, he's not. That shit hurts. Okay? No, I don't agree um, with calling fighters that, but there yeah, is. No, no, but, but, the, but that specifically. This, no, yeah, 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 I know, I know. There is this thing where it's like, if you talk all that shit and then you look like that and tap, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, expect those kinds of comments. Yeah. I, I, I get that. But but I was like, people were calling him a pussy for not going out and they shield him. I'm like, you want your job broken? Because I don't. Dude, I've people, been putting those people, before. Fuck people that. People always say that about fighters. I'm like, and not just fighters, like even just other professional athletes. It's like, man, yeah, you would not say that, you know, all alone in a back alley yeah. to their face. Yeah, no, dude. I've had people, know. I've had people shit talk mean on Twitter, and I'm like, all right, whatever. I don't care, dude. I got the guy um, skin. You, you can't offend me. And I've run into people in person. They're so nice. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I know exactly what they're you're so talking. So nice. About. Um, yeah. no, it, it's funny because uh, people always ask, like, why are your DMs closed? Well, first of all half of them are just spam uh yeah. and i was just like messing with them um and then that got boring and the other half were raiders fans like <laughs> crying that i made fun of their team and then the other half was um it would, th- 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 i could just get get these weird uh i know i said uh, half three times but uh, i got these messages from weird people one guy said oh i think travis kelsey is a douche uh, I'm gonna go see him one day. He actually messaged Travis Kelsey on Facebook, and he goes, "Oh, I hope he sees this." And he actually screenshotted for me. I'll send it to you if I can. But he's yeah, basically yeah. telling Travis Kelsey if he ever sees him one day, he's gonna show up and show him who's boss. Um, I guess the AI on Facebook is not gonna detect that as a threat. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I hope there's someone who has like a phone ready to film this because you are going to get mauled by Travis Kelsey. You just will. You you only say that when you know for a fact you're never going to run into that person. Oh, 100%. Ever. Yeah. So that's what it is. I think people, people, I think a lot of people don't grow up 
a lot of people don't grow up up here ever, right? And they and behind the screen, they're protected and all that. They're like, I'm say whatever the fuck I want. And then once they get in, the, you know, in person, they realize Travis Kelsey's like seven feet tall and huge. Enjoy yeah. that ass whooping, dog. If that even gets up, if you even get past the security guys, if he has security guys, like good luck. Good luck, but you're never going to see. You know what's That's really why. funny about people on the internet? We talked about this earlier. Yeah, people who fight on the internet over uh, sports teams, like over uh, like their sports allegiance. I I commented on something on Instagram on ESPN's yeah. page. I don't even remember what I said, dude. My notifications from that thread don't end because in people are arguing in my replies to that comment. I'm like, it, this was. On Memorial Day, and I took a yeah. screenshot. I'm like, folks, this is these are two probably grown ass adults on Memorial Day arguing like mm-hmm. this. Come on, what are we doing here? Anyway, man, uh, yeah. enough talking about idiots. Real uh, quick. no, r- r- real quick on that because that made me laugh. Uh, oh, fuck. The, the thing about internet people, people talking shit on the internet, it's, it's just the, the protection right behind the camera and, oh, the and all that. Yeah. But it's because, like, it, it's just, it's a wild deal to see. So, like, for example, like, uh, uh, your DM's not being over, right? You're, okay, so what, right? But, like, people take that as, like, oh, he's weak, he's weak, he's mentally weak. No, dude, we just don't want to deal with bullshit. First of all, my DM's are open, because I don't give a fuck, right? I, I get I get shit all the time, and I just kind of go, huh, okay. Like, I laugh at people. But end of the day, with, 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 uh, with internet fights and beef and shit like that, I love watching it. Because I just sit back with my popcorn and like, oh, this is good. So like Ariel going back and forth with Sean from Severe MMA. I'm sorry. Most people know who we. Okay. I do agree. There's an entertainment value to all of that. It's just funny as hell, man. I love seeing it. So like, I'll stick my nose in a bullshit. Like I'll see like two accounts going back and forth, and I'll just I'll, I'll put in that gif of the of the uh, of the one uh, Michael Jackson eating popcorn. Like, yeah, this is good. That's just yeah. fun for me, man. Anyway, yeah. That's funny. All right. Uh, how can people uh, check out your work, man? KSHIPress.com, ladies and gentlemen, hit that up at KSHIPress on everything. Um, hopefully bringing back the uh, the uh, Arizona Cards cast or the AZ Cards cast, whatever I was calling it. I know I jacked your name a little bit. I, I asked you about it beforehand, though. But uh, um, uh, the, the Cardinals podcast, I'm hopefully coming back this season as long as I got time. Um, hopefully coming back with the University of Arizona football podcast. But outside of that, KSHIPress.com, at ELAW32 on Twitter. Come say what's up. Um, I, I I follow most people back as long as they're cool and not assholes. And I shoot the shit with everybody. So yeah, come say what's up. Even 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 Kansas fans. Sorry, even Kansas, Kansas City fans. fans. Kansas Jayhawks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even Kansas fans. No, even Kansas City fans. I shoot the shit. I, I do. A lot of my followers are Kansas City fans. I don't know how that happened because I came on here, but oh, uh, but, like... but there's like two or three of y'all that I actually like fuck with. Like. We shoot the shit back and forth about football, and it makes sense. We're not just angry about everything. So, especially the one dude that came out for the uh, the uh, for week one last year, I meant to meet up with him, but he asked me for like recommendations, for, like restaurants, and I was like, here, hit this spot, this spot, and this spot. So, uh, but shout out to y'all. Hit me up. There you go. All right, man. Good stuff. Well, I'll definitely be following your uh, coverage this weekend for UFC 280. It's UFC 289, right? UFC 289, Vancouver. Okay. Cool. Ontario, yeah, I, I I lose track of these numbers sometimes, but yeah. should be a lot of fun, man. All right, man, we'll do this again sometime. You take care of yourself. You too, man. Appreciate you. All right, that'll do it for this episode of Farscast. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, share the links, subscribe to the podcast. Appreciate everyone who joined for the live stream. I will talk to you guys later. Take care. <laughs>